fireproofing your home with fungi. That story and more on H2O Radio's weekly news report. I'm Jamie Sudler. I'm Franny Halperin, and it's This Week in Water. Earth's water cycle as we have known it is spinning out of balance as a result of climate change and human activities threatening long-term water security. The World Meteorological Organization released the report last week saying that at one extreme, there was heavy precipitation and flooding, and at the other end, more evaporation, drying soils, and intense droughts. It noted that the overwhelming majority of disasters are water-related. Examples include flooding last year in one-third of Pakistan, which killed more than 1,700 people and displaced 8 million, to drier conditions in the Mississippi River Basin and drought in Europe, the Middle East, and Africa. The report stressed that we know too little about the world's freshwater resources, and it's impossible to manage what's not measured. The agency noted that monitoring water across national borders is at the heart of its efforts, yet many countries that suffered flooding and droughts last year didn't have accurate information to make timely decisions. To help meet the president's climate and energy goals, last week the Biden administration announced plans to jumpstart an entire industry by creating seven regional hubs to make and use hydrogen as a clean-burning fuel. Up to $7 billion will be awarded amongst the hubs, which will assemble networks of businesses, local governments, labor, and researchers to collaborate on producing and using low-emission hydrogen. The benefit of hydrogen is that it could be burned to power ships, airplanes, trucks, and even help produce fertilizers, steel, and cement, and it emits only water without releasing any global warming greenhouse gases. Currently, firms usually extract hydrogen from natural gas through a process that releases large amounts of carbon dioxide. Three of the hubs announced by Biden are intending to produce the fuel using this method. But so-called green hydrogen can be produced by using solar or wind-generated electricity without any of those emissions. However, right now it's at least twice as expensive as using natural gas. According to the Department of Energy, green hydrogen only accounts for around 1% of the annual U.S. supply, but it could be increased to produce 10 million tons annually in about six years. The White House said the awards will eliminate the equivalent of CO2 emissions released by 5.5 million gas-fueled cars each year. As climate change heats the planet and causes drought, the risk of wildfire increases. To protect homes and buildings, many structures incorporate flame-retardant materials, which are effective but can contain toxic chemicals that are carcinogenic or can impair neurological function. But researchers in Australia have made a material that could be a safer and more sustainable alternative, and it's made from mushrooms. More specifically, the fungi's network of roots called mycelium that's mostly composed of chitin. The same stuff crab shells and insect exoskeletons are made of. The team developed a method to produce thin sheets of mycelium that can be layered together in a mat, which, unlike current fireproofing materials, only releases water and carbon dioxide when it burns. The outside of the composite keeps a fire from spreading because it breaks down into a residue similar to charcoal that buffers underlying layers from igniting. 
They say the mycelium sheets could be used as part of insulation or attached to surfaces like wallpaper to protect buildings. Better still, the material could be derived from waste from the mushroom industry, and they say because mycelium is natural, it's compostable. So when it reaches the end of its life, you can just chuck it in the garden. And finally, COVID-19 continues to be a major cause of serious respiratory illness in the U.S., with more than 200,000 deaths reported since January of 2022. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention is recommending vaccination as the most effective way to protect yourself from severe illness this fall and winter. And according to new research, you might want to toss in some cups of tea. A study in Japan found that catechins, the biologically active compounds found in tea, can inactivate some Omicron subvariants of the virus. The researchers had previously found that compounds in tea stopped older strains of COVID-19 by binding to their spike proteins to prevent them from entering cells. Now, with Omicron subvariants circulating most widely, they found that changes in the virus have actually made tea even better at fighting an infection. The study involved seven healthy volunteers who were given candy made from matcha, black and green tea, as well as a placebo, and found the subvariants they tested were effectively neutralized for 10 seconds. Because the virus is transmitted through saliva, scattered by speaking, sneezing, and coughing, the researchers wanted to explore how foods and food ingredients could be weaponized, so to speak, to reduce the viral load in the oral cavity and in the gastrointestinal tract and prevent its spread. Not all of the numerous Omicron subvariants were inactivated, but COVID prevention aside, green tea is good for you. It's chock full of benefits from reducing the risk of certain cancers to boosting heart health. That's it for this week in water. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.